Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copples Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Jake Bakoven. We are all celebrating today. It's a great day in the state of Nebraska as the Huskers got a top 25 victory last night. And that's the first time that's happened for Hoiberger Frost. So uh, we got to take the victories while we can get them. I know some people feel maybe it's a little too late in the season, all that stuff. I don't ah. care. Either way, you get a win, you get a win. And so uh, I'm more than anything just happy for the guys in the locker room. But obviously for any fans that have stuck around this long, uh, it is it's taken a while to get there. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nate Brennan. We are the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll be here for the next hour breaking down Husker basketball game and uh, the Husker basketball game and, and, and plenty more in the world of sports. So I'll start that uh, start with that for you, Nate. Um, what is your overall feeling of this game? There's a, there's a lot of mixed feelings, I think, for people. <laughs> I mean, they're happy. They, I mean, I, there's no doubt about that. But I, I think there there is a tendency to kind of think, man, where was this earlier? I, that, that's what it is. I think the, the first word that comes to mind for me is confusion more than anything. And we were talking about this before the show. And um, Mark came out and he was like, We'll take it when we get it. It doesn't even matter at this point. And yes, there's something to be said, but there's also a bit of confusion that leads to frustration, right? I mean, like you just said, where has this been all season? I, I From the defensive side of the ball to the hustle to the three-point shooting, that decided to show up last night. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm frustrated because a win's a win. It's a top 25 win on the road of all things. But it just makes you think, did it take Trev Alberts stepping in, saying Fred Hoiberg is our guy, we're moving with him moving forward, did it take that for this team to wake up a little bit? Because since then, they're 2-1 and one with a road win against the top 25 team in the country. So I don't think it's just a coincidence that Trev Alberts restructures the contract, puts his full faith in Fred Hoiberg, and they magically start playing better. I don't think it's coincidence. I don't think it's the only reason they're playing better. I think it, pride goes into that a little bit. I think the fact that this is a good team that had some bad breaks earlier on in the season has something to do with it. But I don't think it's a complete and total coincidence that, oh, we decide to keep this guy, the team starts playing better. And it just it is. It is frustrating. And I, I'm going to enjoy the win. I'm going to say I told you so, even though I didn't say I told you so. <laughs> but, and to be fair, Frost was 0-2 after the the Trev Alberts vote of confidence. That is so, true. And if that happened in both but, sports, then maybe. And then it'd be like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> but it is a little bit frustrating. I mean, McGowan's, unfortunately, it looks like after last night, probably going to head for the NBA draft. I mean, he was lights out. He was unreal. He was even hitting the three-pointer a little bit, which we yeah. haven't seen in the past. So I think, unfortunately, that might be it for McGowan's. That was kind of the game he had to show up, and he did. But they proved last night, and I know we talked about it off air, they're not a fluke. That wasn't a fluke that they beat Minnesota. It wasn't a fluke that they have won two in a row now. I don't think it was. I think this is a good team that underperformed all season. And they've hustled. They've played defense. They've shot the three-pointer. Everything came together. And now I'm looking towards this Wisconsin game. Am I going to take them to win? No. I have no reason to believe they won't be competitive. And it's crazy how quickly that can turn because we were sitting here probably two weeks ago saying 
dear Lord, just get through the season. Hope you don't lose to Wisconsin by 25, 30 points. Now it's, let's play spoiler. Oh, They've yeah. already locked in a share of the Big Ten uh, outright champions. Let's make them work for it. And I'm, I'm interested to see what you have to say because I know I'm obviously always going to take the optimistic side of things, and I'm going to say glass half full. You're right in the middle, so I bet you'll probably take a right in the middle stance, but <laughs> are you at least a little bit excited? No, I mean, it was excited. exciting. Yeah, I mean, I like, like Mark was saying, take what you can get. You don't have these top 25 victories come along. It's, it's been, true. It's literally, if you're talking Husker football and basketball, it's been years. <laughs> so, I mean, when you get it, <laughs> so you terrible. have to take it. It's sad, yeah, yeah but but even still, you take it when you get it, you, you and, and you get excited about it. You do wonder, like, what, you know, this game was rescheduled um, from, you know, kind of Nebraska going through the COVID thing earlier this, in the year. At that time, it's hard to say because they did play Ohio State to overtime in Lincoln, um, uh, you know, at a certain time uh, in the year. Um, and then, you know, before they where their game was postponed, their, their game was supposed to be postponed uh, a little bit after that. Um, so it's, uh, you know, you already knew that they could play with them. So maybe they could have got the win at that time. But it just kind of feels like they're they're really kind of settling in and, and, and working out the kinks. They got an eight man rotation. Everybody kind of knows their role. Um, this is this is what you where you want to see a team kind of rolling this time of the year. It just, you know, they didn't uh, they didn't work it out there, they're, they're, you know, early enough. But in any case, let's go to Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Chris, what are you thinking today? Hey, guys. Great show. Well, I, you know, the, our biggest uh, hope for Bryce is that he's just a completely one-dimensional player. As great an athlete as he is, as great a scorer, this stat line, you know, zero 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 across the board after the points. You know, no assists, no uh, steals, no blocks. And that's, you know, that's fairly normal for Bryce. And he's not a terribly good rebounder. So, I mean, uh, hopefully they can use that. Some, I mean, I, I think he's gone. But if we have any sliver of a chance, it's that, come on, man, you, you can up your game. You don't really contribute other than on the points. Um, you know, and for a team that doesn't have a strong rebounder or anything, you know, he could be a guy averaging seven, eight rebounds. Um, and, uh, you know, he doesn't really throw the pass the ball real great and you know i'm shocked at how few steals he ever gets um so uh you know that's that's a way they could maybe induce him to come back um but yeah it's good to see him win some games and you know it's you know lipstick on a pig but uh but we'll take it yeah we'll definitely will thanks for the call chris um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that there's some credibility to what he's saying, too, there. Right. I mean, Bryce has developed as that score. I believe he's the leading scorer as far as freshmen across the nation. Um, yeah. Probably won the Big Ten Freshman of the Year award after last night, after yeah. Last yeah. night uh, yeah. because uh, Malachi Branham uh, kind of had his number, their first matchup, and had been playing very well. But it looks like Bryce has, has probably taken that. Um, that is something that uh, that is probably to be considered. I don't know if it, it's, it should be a foregone conclusion that Bryce is gone. Um, I think especially now that they're they're starting to put something together, I, I think this whole year has just not gone the way they wanted mm-hmm. it to, right? He came to college to play with his brother, and, and he got a big chunk of that taken out. Um, so it just hasn't been the way that they wanted it to go, and, and I'm sure they have to wonder – what you know what what it would look like a full season of them with another year you know some of these other pieces coming in if they can get it rolling because finally they needed this though I, I thought that yeah. he's probably going to be gone um, if they didn't win a few games down the stretch because they need at least a, 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 a sign that they're they're <laughs> glimmer actually, of hope yeah that there yeah. is anything to this uh, team that is put together uh, if they can convince a lot of those guys to come back and then you know 
I, I do agree though with Chris. I mean, that he is he is pretty one dimensional at this point. Unfortunately, points are, are are probably the biggest dimension in the game. Um, so there is that, especially the NBA level too. Yeah, which is, and he's got the athleticism to yeah. to improve. But I mean, when he is when it, you mean when you are talking about taking him at the next level, um, especially early on in his career, you're not going to expect him to score 17 points a game. He's going to have yeah. to find a way um, to, to kind of contribute in, in some of those other areas. So I think there's there's something there. Um, but I think he's still. We'll have to see how kind of things work out definitely expect him to declare for the draft remember now that they oh, they can go back yeah. you know and kind of test out see what you yeah. uh, where your projections work out lie. with some teams yeah. yeah i i think there's something to be said though that bryce's best skill set is obviously on the offensive side of the ball and we've watched how the nba is headed i mean that's the most important factor when you're drafting a guy i mean the only thing that i would see holding bryce mcgowan's back which i've said extensively is in today's NBA, especially if he's going to play the two or the three, you got to be able to shoot. Yeah. You got to shoot. Now, I mean, he shot well last night. I don't know what his final numbers were, uh, percentage wise, but he's struggled from the three point line this season. <laughs> he has, for what it's worth, he struggles shooting NBA threes because he's been trying to show exactly, it off. Exactly, exactly. So that's not helping. And in, in today's NBA, if you're going to play the two or the three, you have to be able to shoot, and you have to be able to shoot at a high clip. So, I think that is what could bring him back. And I do think, let me know if you agree with this, I'm not entirely sure if Bryce McGowan's can drop very much. I mean, right now we're looking at a late first, early second is probably what I project. I mean, do we really think, I think if he stays, he develops a shot, he has another season with Nebraska, they improve as a team, he plays with Hoiberg for one more season. I think he could go up. I think he could oh, become yeah. that lottery pick, especially if he puts effort into the offseason shooting the It's basketball. almost to the point where you would expect him to. I exactly. Mean, he I would mean, be on the on think. the next year's draft boards. He would be in projected lottery. And that, and I would for him to assume he'd probably put on a little bit of weight because I'd say he probably needs to gain about 10, 15 pounds. But I'm not really sure if we're saying, I mean, is this his floor? Can he go any further? I mean, it, it just his athleticism and size alone, you would imagine that barring a significant injury, which you don't wish that on anybody, and I don't think you can go into next season saying that because I don't think that's a great way to look at it, but barring catastrophic injury, I don't see him dropping further than early second round. My goodness, was that I mean, scary, you? though, that alley-oop that he had. It I, was. Oh, it man, was. he came down, and, I, and again, uh, it was, it, it was really his shoulder, yeah, yeah, and it was like, jeez, and, but, that, and that's what you get, you exactly. get scared of. But barring that... I mean, do we really think because of his size and athleticism he's going to drop further? I don't think he's dropping at all. So. No, but I think he can. His draft stock can rise. But I don't think it's as easy to look over the injury situation as it might have been had his brother not gotten hurt this fair. season. Like that is I fair. think that that's something that he'll consider. And again, another thing that should be considered for for them, you know, for Bryce particularly is yeah. You could. I mean, you're, you're taking the, the, a little bit of a risk if you come back, right? Um, you get some nil money. You'll, you know, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be the the money that you're going to get if you get the guaranteed contract. If you're if you're picked in the first round, um, you're taking a risk if you're borderline first round. I mean, you might not. You, you don't, don't have get a guaranteed that guaranteed yeah. contract. Then you can get sent to the G League. Yeah. yeah. It's so. I mean, it's there's there's no guarantees in it. But you do kind. I do kind of think if he's getting told, hey, you know. If he works out well and, and somebody sees enough in him, like we're saying late first round, if 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 he has a few teams, you know, at twenty or nineteen, telling them, you know, we might not take him. That's not lottery, but yeah, we're we're gonna give you a heavy look there. 
uh, you know, it just depends on the family situation. But I'm if I'm I, I would tell anybody, it doesn't matter if you're playing right. at Missouri, Nebraska, Duke. I don't care uh, if, if, you, if it considerably can help your family, unless your family is very, very wealthy. Right. You don't want to ch- pass up the chance at two no. million dollars. No, absolutely not. And I'll, I'll never tell anyone, especially with the kind of money that professional sports plays now. I'll never tell anyone to stay if you're going to make that much money. Yeah. The problem that we run into is. I wouldn't say right now he's a lottery pick. No. I would say he's probably an early second-round pick. And like you said, it's not a guaranteed contract. So do you stay an extra season? I think last night had a big thing to do with it because if you're Bryce McGowan's or even if you're any of these players on the team that were maybe considering coming back, last night has to put a good taste in your mouth to some extent, right? I mean, I feel like it has to. Because you went on the road against a tournament team that's ranked in the top 25, and I wouldn't say they dominated, but it was a convincing win. They looked like the better team. They they were the better team. Yeah. And I don't know if – I wouldn't say it's a fluke at this point because they've proven recently that they can compete with teams, and now they're beating teams. I think Wisconsin will really show a lot because – Wisconsin's going to be playing for that outright Big Ten championship. They're playing for seeding now. I don't know if they can get a one seed in the NCAA tournament, but they can certainly get a two seed. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not going to see Wisconsin just packing it in. I mean, they're going to be playing to win. Oh, and yeah. I would think Nebraska, by all indications, they're going to be playing to win. So I think the Wisconsin game, which I believe it's Sunday, mm-hmm. th- I think that will that will show a lot. Which, again, you asked me two weeks ago, I'd say, okay, let's just keep it within 30. Yeah, but is that the mindset now? Do you go into that game trying to win? Do you go in that game expecting to be competitive, or is it let's slow it down a little bit? Let's remember the the majority of the season. Well, it's kind of fun too because I I, I was saying the same thing last night as you go. Well, two weeks ago, two like five days ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> this, they just won their fair. last two games like Sunday fair. and Tuesday. They had to play this compact. I, mean, I was more excited when Hoiberg restructured the contract than you were. After that, I, I said it was the right move, and I think it's going to help moving forward. And it has. Do, how much how much of that do you think goes into it, though? I think it does play There's a There's got to be something. Yeah. I mean, it's not well, a coincidence. It can't be. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it makes too big of a difference, but I will say that, it, it, I mean, you have – I mean, th- this is the – those guys have to feel a, a giant burden if they're wondering whether their head coach is going to come back oh, next year. Because then you, you you didn't just fail. You failed so bad that the guy who trusted you and brought you in on scholarship is is being let go. I mean, that's that's a lot to, to deal with as a player. It is. Um, so I think that, that kind of, yeah, there's got to be a relief. And, and maybe that leads to, um, you know, better shooting or, or, or something of, of, of that, you know, just a, a less Defensive stress going into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but ultimately, they have just kind of – it's just kind of been – um, before last night, kind of a dedication to the boards. Uh, they were started to win rebounding battles, yeah. which they hadn't done last last night. They weren't able to because they were in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they had to overcome that. They had to find another way to do that. And what they did was only turn the ball over four times and, and not allow Ohio State to get anything yeah. going. Uh, you know, partially because of that not turning over the ball, but just nothing in the fast break for the Buckeyes. Um, so you know, I, I think that that did probably probably played a small factor. Um, Again, I think maybe if, if Frost had won a few games, it might be more of a thing, right, to kind of think, okay, well, now like, what's going stressed, on yeah, here? Yeah. Now that the stress is off of these guys, then maybe this is leading to something. But I don't know. I'm not going to give Trev Alberts – like, what percentage of these wins do you give Trev Alberts? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but, I mean, the entire mindset of the team is different. It was getting chippy. 
I mean, you said that one guy who was in sweats got kicked out of the game. He did last night. I yeah. mean, Trey McGowan's is on the floor. I'm, guys are shoving each other. I love that. I absolutely love that. If this is the way that the season is gone, where you enter this game 2-16 and 16 against a ranked team on the road, who cares? Dive on the floor. Push some guys around. Get mad. Play for something. I love to see it. And again, what? where has this been all season? That'll be my question to you. Where where has this been all season? Because I haven't seen that. At what point in time did Nebraska have a point this season where they were playing, they were hustling, they were on the floor, they were chippy, they were being aggressive? It hadn't happened. So what changed? That's the frustration. What changed? We haven't seen it. At all. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't get it. I And that's why I'm asking you because – you followed Fred Hoiberg's career a lot longer than I have, and I haven't seen anything like this. Have you? Like, what Not necessarily, is but I do what think changed? I think we get like you get kind of get into the weeds when you start to like question effort and all that other stuff. Like Nebraska again went to overtime with Ohio State, uh, what in January? So it you know so what what's changed <laughs> since then? I mean they were about able to beat this team with Zed Key, you know, kind of full strength Ohio State um, at that time. So you know I, I think sometimes once once you get the losses and the losses pile up, then you have this whole culture problem and the, and the effort and all this stuff. I, I I tell you, it's not they they've played Wisconsin before to eight points this season. So you say, do they should they have expected to be blown out by Wisconsin? They sh- never should have been expected to be blown out by Wisconsin because they've already proven that they can play with them. They played Rutgers, you know, close at home once. Obviously, the away game was different. Um, you know, they, they same thing with Michigan. One one game was close, one wasn't. They've played a lot of these teams close, but you know, the problem but last is, night they were again they were close to dominant, and that second half they were up by six to ten points for the majority of the half. It wasn't dominant. I mean, no, they weren't blowing Ohio State out. But like you said, they were the better team. We haven't know. seen that all yeah. season. We haven't. Well, and, and to to that point too, like spe- specifically lately, that's been the problem, right? It was it wasn't those early season games when they're playing teams close. It's the twenty four point loss to Northwestern, exactly twenty three point Absolutely. loss to Iowa, yeah, sixteen to, yeah. to to Maryland that wasn't as close. I, and I I don't know. I mean, a lot can change based on confidence and shooting. Sometimes, like Doc Rivers, one of my favorite quotes is always, "It's a make or miss league." Yeah, if you shoot sixty percent be from beyond that. the yeah. arc, yeah. that kind of can start translating to other, you know, parts of the game. You get kind of pumped for. You're more into it. You're getting, you know, and part of that is getting more open looks. Uh, you know, the 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 rebounding that kind of, especially offensive rebound that leads um, to open looks. So uh, it's it's kind of. It's kind of interesting because not a whole lot has changed except for Trev Alberts um, adjusting the contract. So, exactly. I mean, that's where a lot of people would <laughs> naturally look. But um, I think maybe it's just starting to click more than anything else. Uh, off the Sarder Heyman text line, which is temporarily 402-999-4620. We've got a, a bit of a response from you guys. Um, somebody says, what changes that Trev made them care more? That's all, new guy. <laughs> Is that it? That could be it. I mean, I guess. Uh, another response, if the McGrounds brothers come back, they could continue the momentum in the right direction for the Hoiberg era, get the system working the way it was designed, and could lead to much better future for the program. It would be so big, Jory says. And that's absolutely right. I mean, that's 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 what's a little bit frustrating about the whole conversation is that you this team had it within them to be able to do this and, and kind of set themselves, I don't know, up for a, a special season, but at least closer to 500 in the Big Ten 
closer to being bubble, closer to at least getting some sort of NIT recognition. Isn't it unbelievable, though, that fans now, I mean, you just go on Twitter. I mean, you can just look up hashtag Nebraskaball. Fans are optimistic. <laughs> this is all it takes. That's what frustrates me, too, is it took you winning a game against Ohio State on the road for your third win in Big Ten with the possibility to win 10 games now in the season. Fans are happy. I mean, <laughs> right nowhere now. else does this happen. <laughs> I mean, they're they're so close to, to just having these fans back, I would say, that it just – I mean, listen to this. If the McGowan's come back, it would be better set for the future of the program. It would be so big. Yeah. This is all it takes, Bach. And, and there's something to be said for that. And that's why I love Nebraska fans, and that's why I've, I, I've loved living in Lincoln so far. They're always trying to find a way <laughs> to be happy. Yeah. Always. That's all it takes. Just a little bit. It took bit. one Just win on the bit. road against Ohio State. I saw fans saying, let's win the Big Ten tournament. Oh yeah, the, I saw it. We got Bob on the on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. I think you'll hear from him as well. Oh, um, but again, will. off we the Raven text line, uh, somebody says, "You know, Nebraska has the best fans in the world because they, they can win two games, and the whole state is calling for a tournament berth. We all need to calm down." It's true. It's true. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. Both for this. those statements are probably true. I cannot uh, wait Bob for this. is there on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Bob, what do you think about the win last night? Hey, you know, I said yesterday afternoon. And I was talking to Eric Strickland yesterday. Yeah. And I said, what if Nebraska goes to Ohio State and beats Ohio State and Ohio did. State? You did. You know, and then I went on further and said, you know, then we go to the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. And four games there. Guess what? We're in the NCAA tournament. And then what, Bob? Two more wins. We in the we in the twenty sixteen, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's and right. That would be a Cinderella story. And I tell you what, let it go, guys. Let it go. <laughs> I don't care. These guys are playing their hearts out, and they're putting yeah. it on the line. This is what we've been. This is what everybody's been saying all and bashing them all year. Okay, now they're doing it. Okay, now let's go positive and quit going negative. Okay, we got it going. You know, and we've had lesser teams come into the big to, to the NCAA tournament, make their way into a you know make their way into um, their um, league championship, win it, go in the NCAA. Why not Nebraska? Okay, <laughs> why we not? Get a real team for once. Okay, we 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 get on top, and we got all these other teams that everybody's oh you know. When Nebraska goes into the NCAA tournament up in uh, Omaha, you know, oh, we have this Cinderella story. Wouldn't it be nice if this team would, you know, make a run? Nobody talks about, you know, and Nebraska's up there on top. Well, hey, we're going to switch roles, okay? We're going to go in there and we're going we're gonna to switch roles, okay? And if Nebraska makes the NCAA tournament and wins two games, goes to the NCAA tournament, Goes to the 316. Yeah. <laughs> Would that mess up anybody's bracket? 
<laughs> it would. I think that there would be no brackets. Uh, I mean, every bracket would Everyone be buzzing would at be that busted. point. Uh, I do like your enthusiasm, Bob. I like your I like your optimism. I, I love it. I'm I uh, I'm not going to sure if I'm going to sign off on Sweet 16, <laughs> but at least a little bit of a run here. And yeah. to be fair, he did call out the Ohio State. You win, did say so last night, Bob. I, not I'm a whole impressed. lot of other people were saying that. I'm impressed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that's that's I, always fun to to hear from Bob and kind of get get the get I mean, your dreams. There's going. something to be said for Bob. I mean, he's drinking the Kool Aid. He said yesterday, "What happens if we go into Ohio State and win?" Well, it happened. Now you know what? I'm gonna, let's do a Bob. What happens if they go into Wisconsin and win? <laughs> I'm, I'm giving well, you then, a no, then nobody <laughs> nobody wants to see him in the tournament. That's you for think sure. that's what we reached? That's the point we hit. Oh, if they beat Wisconsin, yeah, nobody's going to want to see him in the tournament. But uh, I don't know about make the a NCAA tournament. Make a run. <laughs> uh, Texter says, "What uh, seed does Nebraska get as Big Ten champions? 14? My God, honestly, they might get like a 15. Yeah, yeah. If they got into <laughs> the tournament, <laughs> they have what? Tw- Twelve wins? No, thirteen. That's what I'm trying to think of. Georgia was 500. They made an SEC run years ago now, but I think they were like a 14 seed. Well, what was Georgetown last year? Yeah, they made their run Georgetown was in the the Big East Championship. Yeah. I think they were a 13. They were like 500 as well. They they? were about 500. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, they wouldn't give Nebraska a 16 seed, you wouldn't think. No, especially not after beating Wisconsin. How awesome would that be? That's when I would honestly – we could just let Bob have the show. Nebraska is <laughs> 16 seed. Who would they play? Who's the number one overall seed? Gonzaga? Gonzaga, yeah. Inject that into my veins. <laughs> give me give me all day Nebraska as a 16 seed playing Gonzaga in the first round. For what it's worth, give the it Big Ten me. tournament's been around since give about 1998. Me. I think the eight seed in the tournament is the lowest ever win. Michigan did is it, it really? a few years ago. Okay. 11 seed Illinois in the early 2000s did make the championship game, though. So Nebraska's going to be 14 or 13 seed. <laughs> um, but, uh, hey. Somebody has to make history. We, at some, Why not us? Some points people are going to be looking back at, well, that Nebraska team did it, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? So they have a chance to get the 13? I think they do. I'd have to double check. Minnesota has to lose their final few games. They'd obviously have to beat Wisconsin. But if that's the goal, then yes, I think there is still statistically a possibility that they could be the 13th seed. <laughs> rather, rather take Northwestern on than Penn State or something. I mean, Maryland's there. Oh, we don't even know this. how that's going to fit. So John says, Bob isn't drinking Kool-Aid. He's drinking something stronger. I hope he's not driving. John, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Gabe says, Nebraska's first tournament win comes against Duke or Kansas. Inject that into my veins too, Gabe. Inject that into my veins. Give it to me. We all would, but they think that's a dream world. But we're all living in a dream world. Nebraska got the win last night. We'll be back here on the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Colgan Water.